0: This content is issued by Zeus Capital Limited, which is authorised and regulated in the United Kingdom by the Financial Conduct Authority, for Designated Investment Business, and is a member firm of the London Stock Exchange. Nothing in this podcast should be viewed as investment advice. Listeners should consult an investment professional before making any decisions regarding topics mentioned in this podcast. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and not of Zeus, Please note that participants in this podcast may have financial interests in the matters discussed. Hi, I'm Nick Searle, a member of the Zeus Equity Sales Team and host of A Different Perspective. Here we interview interesting characters from the world of business and finance and uncover a different perspective. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts or contact me at live at zeuscapital.co.uk. We are recording this on the 12th of August, and I'm with Mike Allen, Head of Research here at Zeus Capital. Mike has had an illustrious career in finance, having both been a fund manager and equity analyst over the last 21 years. Now Head of Research at Zeus, uh, Zeus allows Mike the flexibility to look at businesses over the longer term rather than being focused solely on quarterly or six-monthly performance. Mike, welcome. Hi, Nick. Can we start with what got you interested in, in finance?
1: Yeah, sure. So I did a four-year degree. I did uh, international management in German, so that covered accounting, economics, law, uh, a very wide-ranging degree, uh, also in w- w- with German as well. Um, as part of that course, I did 12 months uh, in, in, in a German university. And within that period, uh, during the semesters, I, I did a, a couple of months um, internship at Deutsche Bank uh, in, in Germany, which was a really interesting insight, really, in terms of the markets. Um, and I, I did that in 1999. So markets were, were very um, exuberant at the time. Uh, it felt like a very stimulating industry uh, and, and one that was easy to make money in as well.
0: And I guess I guess in, in German as well at uh, Deutsche Bank? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well I, I um, all my colleagues were obviously German, um, and I was trying to sell German equities into the US. So it was um it it, it
0: was meeting German companies. Um and then and then a return to, to the UK and was it Phillips and Drew next?
1: yeah so to finish my finals and then I was offered a job at Phillips and Drew which then became uh, UBS Asset Management uh and the markets were quite different then um so it was just before 9-11 um and obviously we, we, the, the markets as I was starting out then became quite difficult um we, we did have a pullback but at, at UBS and Phillips and Drew um I was very much part of a a, a deep value small cap team so those guys that kind of um, really um, ignored the, the, the kind of tech companies and the tech bubble and, and focused on great companies that were very cheap at the time with, uh, you know, good long term fundamentals. And that really helped me kind of shape where I am today.
0: And did you cross over with Tony, Tony Dye at uh, Philips?
1: I, I didn't, I didn't. he was just leaving, but obviously the um the legacy of Tony Dye had been instilled in many senior fund managers who I had the great pleasure of working with. So um I didn't have any direct exposure to him, but I, I think a lot of indirect exposure with the business he built.
0: No, and I, I guess also that whole whole idea of, of, of value over over expensive growth has been instilled in you for, ever since really from day one from day one and then and then what made you move to become uh, a, a sell side analyst
1: yeah so I had two great years at UPS, working with great people um you know, you know we had a pan-European um um fund a small cap um, small mid-cap fund um over a billion in, in assets under management uh, and then my girlfriend now wife um couldn't really settle in, in, in London to be honest. So she wanted to move back up north to start a family. So I had a fantastic um you know, fantastic career with with fantastic people. Uh but I, I decided to kind of um family family must come first and um and started um at UMIS uh in two thousand and three. Um, helping them develop a business services franchise with uh, some some great some great guys who are great friends of mine today who are ex charter house who had kind of started the, the you know the very early uh, early parts of Numis so that was really great fun helping them kind of build the build the franchise and build the you, you know what's become a very successful business um, you, you know on top of
0: that and then when when did you when did you move to Zeus So I moved to Zeus in
1: 2014 Um, so after I I did three and a half four years at Numis um, and then um, we we, there was four of us that set up an office at Pamiel Gordon uh, in Liverpool uh, together and we grew that Uh, we had 16 analysts covering over 60 corporate stocks uh, within that office uh, so I did eight years at Pamiel, uh before joining um, Zeus in 2014.
0: And Zeus has a very strong regional, UK regional footprint, uh, obviously with Edinburgh, Manchester, Liverpool, and, and obviously London, and even Birmingham in the mix as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think what was, what was different for Zeus was obviously the business was founded in Manchester in 2003. Um, you know, our, our founders very has been very successful in uh, public and private markets. So I, I got to know uh, Richard quite well. And then uh, John Gould was uh, building out a distribution um, uh, uh, team, really, uh, that, that was doing some successful uh, transactions out of London. So um, to me, it, it felt like a good combination. Um, you, and, and And obviously I've always been keen to help and do my bit to, to grow a successful business.
0: Zeus allows you the and your research team actually the flexibility to to look f- forward rather than just at sort of quarterly or, or half yearly earnings and really sort of dig into the sort of intrinsic value of businesses for, for our investing client base. And just to have a sort of chat about the, the sort of the ethos ethos of of your research and then we can work through your three tiered research model the companies
1: that we work with, we want to work with them for a long time. And, you know, quite often, the the best thing I think about my job is really understanding the business with management, going through it, and then obviously putting numbers around that in terms of aspirations of where they want to be in three to five years time, and then putting a sensible valuation framework around that. Now, obviously, we do... Um, pay a lot of attention to um, half-year numbers, full-year numbers, etc. And we 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 will do a deep dive on 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 those numbers as well when they occur. But I think you know the the, the twelve-month kind of target price for me has always been a little bit of a kind of mismatch between serving the the short-term hedge fund industry and and, um, and 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 you know people with. Um, you know less far uh, time horizon. So for us, I think you know ha- ha- having a view on what the shares can do over the next twelve months is, is is important to some people, and we provide that. but I think what really makes successful investments is 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 working with people over five year plus and help put their their strategies into action around numbers
0: and then and then, I guess also, it is that long-term partnership with with corporate clients that is really sort of the driving heartbeat of, of Zeus. And obviously, your your and your team's research is is a fundamental part of that of that relationship and partnership.
1: Yeah, you know, we'd like to think so. Um, you, you know, we're very proud of the the corporate clients that we've got. We're we're, we're steadily um, building those as well. Um, I think we tend to strike a chord with entrepreneur-led businesses, so. You know, and, and it, it's all part of Zeus, really, in terms of corporate finance, sales, research. I think we all get entrepreneurs. We, we you know, we all want them to succeed and, you know, we, we, you know, we can help them. But I think from a, we like the fact that, you know, entrepreneurs typically think uh, a, a lot longer term. And I think that suits our model a lot better.
0: And then speaking of your model, I mean, we have a, a unique research offering here at here at Zeus. Do you want to sort of go into a little bit more detail about that?
1: There's three types of research really that, that, that we will write, um, as as you alluded to. The first is our kind of corporate clients. So, you know, the majority of our research is is, is corporate where we're nomad or joint broker. And that's probably our kind of bread and butter research. So you know we, we choose to um engage with companies that we really believe in um so yeah you know or the, the first part of our research model is very much working with our corporate clients the second part of our model is uh, is research only um so these are companies that we will typically know very very well um and the company we wouldn't be the company broker Um, but the company would pay us to write research and use our knowledge to help support the brokers, get that kind of um, um, the the message out there. Uh, And particularly sometimes our longer term intrinsic uh, value analysis is is that gap in the market for those clients. And then thirdly, we've got an open research model where the, um, the, 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 you know, our analysts will look at, We'll, we might know a particular sector very well, and we we'll want to add to their coverage there, or there's a particularly strong idea that that we want to promote uh, quite quickly as well. So, the open research model is 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 free, um, and it's widely distributed. But it allows the analysts to get, um, you know, a, a, a good idea out into the market in a timely manner.
0: Are the analysts sector specialists? Are there are there sectors that that you focus on more more than others? We do we do have um, sector specialisms.
1: So you know we're known for autos, big industrials, um, uh, online consumer research, tech. Video games, etc. So we've got pockets of specialism, but equally, um, you know, we we, we are also um, we do have the ability to to be a generalist as well. So there might be a particularly, uh, you know, the analyst team that we've got is um, is very experienced. We've got some very senior people who have got some buy side and sell side experience, and the you, you, you know there are often times where there's a company that you know, it, it's difficult for them to be kind of pigeonholed. And we, you know, we see that there, there being an opportunity there. So, you know, we don't like to kind of, you know, we do have specialisms, but we don't like to kind of particularly pigeonhole people, particularly in in this type of market where you can see some opportunities that quickly emerge. So, um, yeah, we're, we're known for about six sectors. But beyond that, you know, there is a degree of, um of flexibility as well,
0: and then ultimately you also look at a lot of private businesses as well, don't you? So the, the analysts have both a, a quasi sort of private equity hat on as well as a public market hat on, which must give them uh, you know a great deal of insight into these sectors. So all
1: of the analysts will will have some interaction with private companies to help our private company corporate finance team. Not necessarily private equity. Um, you, you know, we, we do work with private equity quite closely, um, and and you, you know, analyst input there is important. But again, it comes back to working with entrepreneurs again as well. And you know, there are some companies that don't want to um, go down the private equity route that do require funding, and you know, we can we can help them there as well. So our analysts aren't working on the traditional 15 to 20 stock coverage um you know four or five corporate clients the rest non-corporates like you don't really want to follow you're just forced to kind of follow um you know our our, our model's quite interesting where you know you can you you can follow what you really like and what you believe in in public markets and grow that uh, but also you've got the flexibility to Make a difference in in various private markets as well, which I, I do think is unique
0: in our industry. And post mifid which obviously most of the listeners will will understand the sort of the change in regulation about research distribution. Um, interestingly, though, you know, Zeus is able to have a very wide and and all encompassing distribution of, of of research under these three models that's right isn't
1: it yeah that's right so you know for us we you know particularly post method we want our research to be as as widely distributed as we can obviously you know we don't we won't in, interact with, um, with 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 non professional investors We're, you know they have to be kind of professional investors and we use research tree uh, to to good fact there um But we want to be on every every platform where institutions you know for institutions that they find it easy easy access etc so if there's a new platform that comes on that becomes more popular with the institutions we'll want to be the first on there we we want our research to be easy access so we can speak to investors and, and 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 help them be on the research
0: and also, there's a there's an ability for for you to actually put your research on corporate corporates websites as well, isn't there?
1: Yes, yes. So so we're we're very happy to do that via Research Tree, who obviously do a good job in terms of the LSC uh, website as well. So you can get the the the, the research the Research Tree uh, login on 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 LSC. Um, so we think that's a good, you know, that's a very good. Um, service line to, you know, for corporates um, so that, that, you know, the institutional investors can access the research, they know where it is, uh, but also uh, high net worth individuals can do that as well. And and private investors can get access to it
0: via research trees, so it's compliant. That's a great ability to have very wide and, and deep distribution. Now it would be remiss to have you on and not talk about some investment themes. Certainly, with our more turbulent markets at the moment. Now, I obviously understand asking you for specific recommendations on your analyst coverage to be rather like choosing one of your favourite children or one of your children as a favourite, so I say. So, you know, what what are your what are your thoughts more generally? And if you do want to mention some names, then then that's you know be very very exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously. That markets have been fairly turbulent of late. A few things come to mind from my uh, coverage. I mean, DWS uh, I think is is very interesting on a number of different levels. I, I think said legal the re-
0: services legal services firm. C-
1: correct. Yes. So that that was a business we listed in 2019. Um, the, um, we, we've had a change of leadership, um, and and that leadership now have executed on the transformation. Um, we, we think that's a very interesting growth opportunity. Uh DWF is 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 one of the only is the only uh, main list international law firm as well. Um the business to us looks optically cheap versus its peers and it has superior growth and a superior uh dividend yield as well. So to us, DWF ticks a lot of boxes at the moment and, you know, we, we would expect that stock to get re-rated. Um, AFC is on the, probably on the other side of the scale, to be honest, but that is an alkaline fuel cell uh, developer. Um, they've got some very interesting technology, which is proven now because they've got great partners such as ABB, Axiona, Mace, etc., uh, share price, along with the sector, has been weak, but has started to recover. Um, you, you know, revenues are still fairly nascent, but the the partnerships that they've signed are pretty exciting. And we all know that the you know various industries such as maritime, construction, uh, automotive all need to decarbonize. So I think AFC has got some very interesting technology to to, to aid that, and we think. You know on a three to five year basis will be worth a lot of money. Um, and then obviously, you know, we, we think that some of the motor retailers look very cheap at the moment as well. We've obviously seen some uh bid speculation from Pendragon. Um, and you, you know, we we in April we you know we felt that you know 38 39p is the right price. Um, based on our uh, analysis and you know, share prices is is, uh, is well below that. Um, Lookers again, you know, could also have some uh, bid speculation too. Virtue Motors, we've, we've worked with them for a very, very long time. Very good business, um, you know, a and, and natural consolidator, uh, we think as well. Very well run business. Again, very, very cheap. And so I think there's there will be activity in the car retailing and space and there's some, um, you know, there's some excellent companies there. Yes, um, you know, used car, uh, the used car market had a stellar 2021 and it will come under more pressure in 2022. And, you know, our, our forecast across the piece, we're expecting profits to be down 30, 40 percent. Uh, so we we think that's kind of baked in, but the the ratings are still on six times pe um and they've all got strong balance sheets and seem to be navigating through uh difficult trading times so you know there th- should be a natural re-rating uh if-, if we don't get some consolidation as well
0: thanks mike a nice selection uh, for everyone really there an opportunity for everyone to have a look at something
1: yeah, and, and, and obviously they
0: know where I am if they, you know, if they want to debate it and go through it in more detail. Exactly right. Exactly right. Now, as you know, and as my regular listeners also know, I like to close on on, on three three final questions. So you know, let's take one at a time. Uh, Mike, your greatest inspiration and or mentor? I would
1: say at, at the beginning of my career where you probably need the most guidance and mentoring. I'd say Frank Manduka was uh was really, really good with me in terms of a great fund manager, so, you know, you know, doing it now today and his his experience and um how he interacted with companies and how he understood the markets, etc. Um and he, he spent a lot of time with me to to help me with that as well. So you know I'd say Frank was a you know was a great mentor in those early days
0: and you're quite right Frank still working at UBS to this day he is. and then a book which or or a couple of books which have inspired you
1: yeah so I think you know intelligence investor uh, Benjamin Graham is one that I've kind of gone back to every few years and actually in these markets probably should go back to it again and just run through it again because there's obviously some great opportunities I think in the market at the moment some very very good companies with rock solid balance sheets buying back their own shares to increase intrinsic value so I think um you you know I've read it several times but I need to um you know I, I think now's a good time to go back to that one and the other the other book I'd probably mention is the latest book from David Attenborough a life on our planet and that gate that gives you a, a, a fantastic perspective of what's happened to the planet over the ninety odd years David's been on the planet, but also he gives you some um, you know great perspectives and advice of what needs to change to reverse what's happening in, you know on the planet at the moment as well. So he looks at the impact of population growth and. The level of deforestation that's taking place, etc. But I, I think that's an excellent read as we all navigate through ESG and um, and obviously, you know, h- how to do that kind of the, the 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 right way that kind of suits the company so that they
0: can be committed to long term change as well. Excellent, uh, a finance book and a and a true a true inspiration. Um, and then finally, Zeus is very keen to attract young talent. And I've certainly impressed with the young analysts that you've employed. What piece of advice would you give to a young person looking to join our industry and, and follow in your footsteps?
1: First of all, they need to know what they want to do. So, you know, typically we we, we hire um, or our, they're not really graduates. They tend to be post-qualified accountants. Um, and they have a very clear idea that they want to get into equity research they might not know sector at that point but they've got a keen eye for research and, and they really want to do it so I think that that has to be the kind of starting point point. and then I think once they're on board it it is about just asking asking questions interacting with all parts of the team so you know, you've been very good with, with with them as well in terms of they have an appreciation of sales they have an appreciation of corporate broking and corporate finance and they, they they understand quickly how an investment bank works and then how research can be at the center of that to kind of aid the various parts of the investment bank and i think that the the, the last part will be always ask questions never you know there's never A stupid question to to kind of aid your learning so it's it's really knowing that you want to do it and then really get stuck in with all parts of the business and that that i think is is a big part of our culture really
0: in terms of working together as one big team absolutely yeah i can certainly vouch for that and then how can listeners get hold of you mike yeah
1: So my email address is mike.allen at zeuscapital.co.uk. You'll also find me on LinkedIn. uh, And I've also got a Twitter account, uh, Mike Allen, uh, uh, at Mike Allen Zeus.
0: It's a full range of of social media contacts there. Thanks. Um, Mike, thank you very much for your time today. It's been most enjoyable and look forward to seeing you soon.
1: Thanks, Nick. Pleasure.
0: And indeed, if you'd like to get hold of me, uh, please use live at zeus.co.uk.